Section 14 of Frontier Humor in Verse, Prose, and Picture. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Mary Balmer. Frontier Humor in Verse, Prose, and Picture by Palmer Cox. THE CONTENTED FROG The frog that once in Selby's dam its weird music shed now lies as mute as stranded clam because that frog is dead. So sleeps the plague of former days, so noisy nights are o'er, and he now on the pond decays who long cried, Sleep no more. A frog upon a log one day in meditation sat and gazed upon his pond that lay still as a tanner's vat. No fish swam in his fetid lake, no current seaward run, but hemmed by grasses, weed and brake, it mantled in the sun. At length from reverie he woke, and thus to free his mind, he in the guttural jargon spoke, peculiar to his kind. Give me my slimy pool, quoth he, before a river wide, where cranes are found, still wading round, and hungry fishes glide. Here light first dawned, here was I spawned, and here I make my home. Those longest live, who are not inclined, in foreign parts to roam. Upon this log or stone I sit, the waterfly to view, or watch the glossy whirligig describe his circles true. How foolish are some pollywogs before they've lost their tails. They often class themselves with frogs and leave their native swales. And while exploring down some ditch beneath a scorching ray, Upon a sandy bar they hitch, and bake as dry as hay. Had they but waited till the tail had from their body dropped, and in its stead four legs shot forth, away they might have hopped. Thus, while he sat above the pool, commenting on his lot, he heard a truant boy from school come whistling to the spot. Aha! Quoth he, I hear, I see, an ancient foe of mine. He stones will throw, that well I know, and straight ones I divine. The sparrow on the picket fence, the squirrel on the limb, the swallow flying overhead, alike look out for him. There are some hands I scarcely fear, so ill a stone they guide. But when Bob Stevenson is near, "'Tis meet that I should hide. "'So, prompted by the fearful thought, "'he leapt in with a thud, "'and diving to the bottom sought concealment in the mud. "'Now burrow, burrow, little frog, "'as you will trouble find. "'Think not because your eyes are shut "'that everyone is blind. "'Then burrow deeper, deeper far. "'Leave not one claw in view.' or 
swifter than a falling star. A stone will cleave you through. While here, said he, I'm safe enough, and here I'll peaceful lie, until that little whistling rough has passed the water by. But ah, while he did reckon that the host was not around, the youngster saw him quit the log, and soon a stone was found. He stood beside the circling pond and gazed a while below. The tell-tale mud the frog disturbed rose from the bottom slow. But ah, for childhood's searching eyes, what can escape their darts? Projecting from the mud, he spies the crooker's hinder parts. Ho, ho, then laughed this cruel boy, as downward he did stare. If you from trouble would be free of every part, take care. Then down he sent the ready stone, nor went it down in vain. Dead as the missile that was thrown, the frog came up again. Along the river's ferny banks, the frogs still chant their lays, while floating on his native pool, that stone-killed frog decays. End of section 14